السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلی علی رسوله الكریم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala that today we continue with Suratul Ahzab and that is chapter number 33 and verses number 44 to verse number 48 is our lesson for today. In our previous lesson, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala spoke about the nikah of Sayyidah Zainab radiallahu anha, Sayyidah Zainab bin Tijash to Sayyidina Zaid, Zaid bin Haritha radiallahu anha. We know that Zaid bin, he was called initially Zaid bin Muhammad sallallahu alayhi sallam as he was like the adopted son of the Master alayhi sallam. The ayat was revealed, chapter 33, verse number 5, Ud'uhum li'aba'ihim wa aqsatu indallah, call them by their biological father's name. That is justice by Almighty Allah. If you don't know what their father, biological father's name, they are brothers in Islam and religion. So Zayd radiallahu anhu, whose name to the master sallallahu alayhi sallam was cut off. And Sayyidah Zainab binti Jahsh radiallahu anha was a very beautiful lady and she belonged to the higher strata of society. So Almighty Allah Jalla Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa commanded them they must get married. Hence they got married. And for the love and pleasure of Almighty Allah and to please the Master sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But they were not compatible and thereafter the nikah ended in talaq. So we see that now Zaid did this for the love of Allah. Almighty Allah said, فَلَمَّا قَضَى زَيْدٌ مِّنْهَا So it shows Zaid radiallahu anhu is the only sahabi and companion radiallahu anhu whose name Nami Nami is mentioned in the Noble Quran. This refers to Zaid bin Haritha, chapter 33, verse 37. She said as Zainab radiallahu anha who was reluctant initially, but eventually she got married. And for the love of Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu sallam, now the talaq took place, it that is finished. Now what? Zawajnaqaha. So we got you, Ya Rasulallah, we performed and, and we performed your nikah with her, with Sayyidah Zainab radiallahu anha. 
Allah Jalla Wala performed the nikah. So remember, she used to tell the other honorable wives, your parents, your families perform your nikah. Allah Jalla Wala performed my nikah. How Allah elevated her. So when we do things for the love and pleasure of Almighty Allah, sooner or later Allah will elevate us further and further. And when we involve in haram and things that are not permissible, then man taraka shay'an lillah. Now we leave it out. Awadahullahu khayram min. Almighty Allah will give that person a better replacement. And this is a perfect example of it. Now why did Almighty Allah do all this? So Almighty Allah did it. Ibtali al-aqidatil fasida to nullify the incorrect and the wrong beliefs of system. You see today in the Western world when a person adopts the son, the daughter, they treat them like the biological daughter or son. He or she will carry the family name. They will inherit all that. So Islam came to abolish and demolish all that. Likaila yakuna alal mu'minina haraj. That there will be no sin and blame on the believers. Fi azwaji adiyahim. In marrying the the wives, meaning now ex-wives or the adopted son. So provided that the talaq took place, the iddat, everything took place, idha qadomin hunna watara. Watara means the talaq, iddat, all these issues. So it shows that was the primary reason and object, objective of that. Almighty Allah teaches us that every prophet and messenger came, yuballighuna risalatillah, and they came to propagate the message of Almighty Allah, and they fear none. And Habibuna Mustafa Sallallahu's message was, "Is will always be global and international." Hence, he Habibuna Sallallahu Sallam is who Khataman Nabiyin. He is the seal and the last prophet. Anal Aqib Alladila Nabiya Baadi. There is no prophet after me. Remember that I am the last and final prophet and messenger. If somebody says, but you all say, we Muslims say, Jesus will come, Nabi Isa a.s. will come. So Nabi Isa a.s. was granted prophethood, everything before Nabi a.s. will come, came. And we see that Nabi Isa a.s. will come as a ummati. He will follow the sharia and laws of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, wasallam. Chapter 33, verses when we die, finish, then nothing function, the eyes, ears, tongue, everything is there, but nothing can function. So that is Islam and Iman. Islam is the external, and the internal is Iman, the motivating force, the inspiration. Like how you have the body and the soul and the spirit. So the soul is internal, and the external are the organs, the limbs. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu dhkurullaha dhikran kathira Remember all Almighty Allah Jalla Wala profusely and abundantly. Three easy discussions everybody will understand. When we look at the entire world today, Muslim, non-Muslim, male, female, 
If I say 90%, 95% of the people got some worry, anxiety, sorry, so all this, why so much, so many problems? So Almighty Allah gave us the panacea and the solution. And what is the panacea and solution? Allah When you remember Almighty Allah Jalla abundantly, profusely, then the hearts will find peace, tranquility, serenity. Chapter 13, Surah Ra'ad, and that is verse number 28. So chapter 13 and verse number 28. So we human being today, because of our secular mindsets, mindset, our Zionist understanding, our capitalistic understanding, materialism has come and saturated our hearts. So we all, 99%, 90%, 95%, are worried about our body physical. Very few people, one, five, maximum 10%, will worry of nourishing the soul. So how will the soul be nourished? How will the heart be nourished? So the internal will be nourished with the zikrullah, remembrance of all, Allah. Then you attain and obtain that peace, tranquility, serenity. Make a time, make a timetable. From this time to this time, after Fajr till sunrise, 15 minutes after that, I will be reading Quran. I'll be making my tilawat, I'll be making zikr, durood sharif, salawat, istighfar, and then my ishraq salat, and so forth. Obviously, it's just a suggestion, so in that way, we will obtain and attain the peace, tranquility, and serenity. And I told you, it is nourishment, and it is provision for the soul. When we look at the world today, so this is how Almighty Allah encapsulates it, and Almighty Allah warns us. And what is the warning? وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي And whosoever, he turns away from my remembrance, my reminder, the Qur'an Sharif, the teaching, preaching of Prophet Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً دُنْكَهُ وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ عَعْمَى We will make the worldly life miserable, wretched, difficult for him. We will resurrect him on the day of justice blind. All he will say, Rabbi lima hasharatani a'ma wa qad kuntu basira. Why am I blind today on the day of justice, the day of judgment, whilst I could see in the world? Qala kathalika atatka ayatuna fanasitaha wa kathalika al-yawma tunsa. Yes, Allah will say, similarly, my verses came to you. You abandoned it, you neglected it, you forgot it, you were not interested. Allah never ever forgets, but you, human being, you will be forgotten and you will be not forgotten, but Allah is no forgetting, so you will be neglected and you will be abandoned. So remember, you can't translate for Allah forgetting, Allah forbid. وَمَا كَانَ رَبُّكَ نَسِيَّةً Allah never ever forgets. So ye you translate, وَكَذَلِكَ الْيَوْمَ تُنْسَى You are now today abandoned and neglected. And you forgot, human being, the Qur'an. You neglected, abandoned. So this is now the punishment, Masood, the crime. Chapter 20, Surah Taha, verses 124, 125, 126. Allah Allah protect us. Then study the entire Quran Sharif and you will find only for zikr Allah mentions kathira abundantly. 
Now zikr means zikr al-lisani to remember Allah wa tawatang subhanallah alhamdulillah la ilaha illallah wallahu akbar durood sharif salawat upon nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam all that but the greater connotation and meaning of zikr is obedience see i give you an example the adhan goes for Jumu'ah, and now you are reading Quran in your house. You are making zikr in your house, but you are a male upon whom Jumu'ah Salat is compulsory. You're not sick, you're not old, you're not musafir. So for you to make zikr at home, for you to read Quran at home, while the adhan is going, Jumu'ah time, the first adhan, the fatwa is on the first adhan, as mentioned in Ma'rif al-Quran, is wrong, it's haram for you to do that. So see, you're making zikr, but it's haram. So it shows that obedience. So that's the time for sawila zikrillah, hasten towards the remembrance of Allah. So the greater meaning of zikr here means obedience of to Almighty Allah. وَسَبِّحُوهُ وَعَصِيلًا And Almighty Allah is already giving us the times that we should be making zikr. وَسَبِّحُوهُ And glorify Him, Almighty Allah. بُكْرَةً وَأَصِيلًا بُكْرَةً أَوَّلُ النَّهَارِ Before Fajr, after Fajr. وَأَصِيلًا In the evening, after Asr. And remember, just before Maghrib, even after Maghrib also, but best is between Asr and Maghrib. Who is Almighty Allah? هُوَ الَّذِي يُسْوَلِّي عَلَيْكُمْ he Almighty Allah Jalla Wala sends His salawat and He sends His salutations upon you, His mercy. And His angels. And so that He Almighty Allah will take you out. Remember from where? From the darknesses in which you are groping in to the nur and radiance. وَكَانَ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَحِيمًا And all Allah is very, very merciful to the believers. If you study the function of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah mentions <coughs> in the beginning of chapter 14, Surah Ibrahim, verse 1, لِتُخْرِجَ النَّاسَ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النور. Take out the people from the darknesses in which they are groping in and bring them to the nur and radiance and effulgence of Islam. So that is our deen. Therefore, nur is always mentioned singular. Islam is one. And remember, there is no darkness there. And every other ism, remember, is full of darknesses. Therefore, it's mentioned in plural. Christianity, Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism, Zionism, Communism, Socialism, whatever you want to call democracy. So all that is darkness. Then you see, chapter 33, verse number 56. We read the entire Quran Sharif. Only one place we find Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam is so honorable, so beloved, so precious to all Allah. Allah Jalla Wala commands us to do something similar and he Almighty Allah out of the love for Nabi alayhi salam Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yuswalluna ala nabi Verily Almighty Allah and his angels they sending salawat, salutation, special, special mercy upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
ஜன்னா Salam. The day they meet him, Almighty Allah, will be Salam, Salam, peace, peace. No worry, no sorry, no anxiety. And Almighty Allah has already prepared for them an honorable reward, a magnificent reward, a spectacular reward. So all that is the benevolence, mercy and grace of Almighty Allah. Who is Mustafa Rahmatulil Alameen Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Almighty Allah mentions in various places. Listen to these verses here, yeah, these verses. Ya ayyuhan nabi, O oh you Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Jalla Wala mentioned 25 prophets and messengers, names, honorable, mubarak, blessed names in the noble Quran. Allah addressed them by their names. Ya Zakariya, Ya Yahya, Ya Isa, Ya Musa, Ya Nuh. So all that you will find. But when Almighty Allah wants to address the Master, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam directly, Allah Himself uses honorary titles. So me and you. Whenever we take the name of the Master, it's imperative compulsory. We must use honorary titles before his Mubarak name, his blessed name, or after the name of the Master, وسلم, or both before and after. And this is enshrined in a noble Quran. La tajalu dua al-rasuli baynakum ka dua ibadikum ba'da. You are not allowed to call the Prophet وسلم, as you call one another. So we all need to be clear. Sometimes people just write something or they say something and they don't use the derogatory, they don't use the honorary titles. They might just use one derogatory word, Allah, the non-Muslims, Allah forbid. So then you go out of the fall of Islam. And if we just take the name Muhammad and we don't say before anything after, that also is su'ul adab, disrespectful and not permissible and it is sinful. See the reference in the Noble Quran, Surah 24, Surah Nur, and verse number 63. La tajalu dua ar-rasuli baynakum ka dua ibadikum ba'da. How you call one another, you can't call the Prophet sallallahu like that. I can call you Ahmad Muhammad Abdullah. You can call me Abdul Qadir or Abdullah or whatever. It's fine. No titles are required. But when it comes to the Master وسلم, then we must use beloved honorable titles. Ya ayyuhan nabi inna arsalnaka Allah is one and alone but he uses the royal pronoun as a symbol of respect and reverence stamping his authority and majesty. Inna arsalnaka shahida Indeed we sent you as a witness. What does it mean? It means on the day of justice, Mustafa وسلم, will be bearing witness for all of us. And even the previous nations, there they will say, but you were not there. 
So we will say we were not there, but the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us and informed us about you, people of Noah, Noah Alayhi Salaam, people of Moses, Musa Alayhi Salaam, people of Jesus, Nabi Isa Alayhi Salaam. And therefore we are giving testimony against you. So it does not mean Nabi Alayhi Salaam is omnipresent. None is equal to Allah Jalla Wala in any aspect, in any respect. We need to be very clear on that. You are the bringer of good news, glad tidings. But look at the word Bashira. That means glad tidings. Here is mentioned Keep on continuously giving us glad tidings. See the Balagha, the beauty, the glory, the style of the Noble Quran. Bashir, give glad tidings. Mubashir, give glad tidings many, many times on several occasions. So we must draw distinction. Wanadira, and one that is warning with love. At-takhweef ma'al-mahabba. Wada'iyan ilallah, and inviting towards all Allah. Go to the ending of Surah Yusuf. That was the very function of the Master, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. قُلْ هَذِهِ سَبِيلِي أَدْعُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Say, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, this is my way, my path. I invite towards Almighty Allah, ala basiratin, basiratin, with firm conviction. Ana I wa manittaba'ani, and those who follow me immaculately. So that refers first and foremost to the Sahaba, the beloved companions and students of the Master, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Chapter 12 and verse 108. So each one of us should know this here. And Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is who? One who invites towards Almighty Allah bi'ithnihi with the permission of Almighty Allah. So each Muslim must become a da'i. Invite towards Islam. Invite towards Almighty Allah. Invite towards Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Invite the Muslim. Remind them. Invite the non-Muslim male to male, female to female. And he, Nabi Sallallahu Sallam, that is Siraj. Siraj means that Allah Ta'ala calls the sun, the great shining lamp and so forth. But see for Mustafa, Habibuna Sallallahu Sallam, he is even, he was, he is, he will always be greater than the sun, moon and the entire creation put together. وَسِرَاجًا munira, Your nur, Ya Rasulullah. The message of your nur, of your, of your, the radiance and effulgence of your message is still spreading throughout the whole world. So that lamp and that lantern with the nur and radiance is still spreading in the world. وَبَشِّرِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Give glad tidings to the believers, those who live with iman and faith and conviction and die with it. That from all Mighty Allah Jalla Wala, from all Mighty Allah for you, that remember the believers, Fadlan Kabira, the grace of Allah is very, very big and great. So remember the rewards are beyond our perception, comprehension. 
وَلَا تُطْوِئِ الْكَافِرِينَ وَالْمُنَافِقِينَ You, Ya Rasulullah sallam, never be obedient to the non-Muslims. What they want and so forth. Today we see that we are the ones, we meet the Prime Minister, President, King, Ruler, and we get so honored, but they use us for sinister reasons and ulterior motives. So that is totally haram. وَالْمُنَافِقِينَ And the hypocrites, those who play with Islam, they have double standards all the time. Their tongue will say something else, but when they're alone and in the khalwa, they'll do the opposite. So وَالْمُنَافِقِينَ The hypocrites, وَدَعَذَاهُمْ And leave their annoying statements, all their derogatory remarks and propaganda, وَتَوَكَّلَ عَلَى اللَّهِ And place your trust solely, only in Almighty Allah, وَكَفَى بِاللَّهِ وَكِيلًا Almighty Allah Jalla is the one to take care of your affairs and Almighty Allah Jalla will let you be victorious. Remember all times, all places. So how many wonderful lessons we learn? Number one, each one of us must make zikr. And tilawat of Qur'an is the best zikr. Second one, obedience to Almighty Allah. Then we want the mercy of Almighty Allah. We must follow the tariqah and the manner method of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the fourth one, Almighty Allah taught us that you, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, your quality is da'iyan ilallah. So you are the inviter towards Almighty Allah Jalla So may Almighty Allah make us of those who day and night we are inviting the Muslim Ummah to the true Islam, not the polluted Islam and so forth. May Almighty Allah make our khatima ending on Iman. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.